following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Victory for us. This we made it. We made it. To <laughs> a beautiful day outside, too. And by the way, since you said that, hmm. aren't we glad we don't live in Buffalo? Oh, man. Huh? Okay, let me look at the weather. Well, we look go. at it. It says right there, Bills canceled practice due to Buffalo snowstorm. Oh, you know, I'm going with I'm going with my weather app. Right now, it is 34 degrees. Feels like 24 right now. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. And remember I talked about Lake Effect Snow. Yes, yes. There you go. Coming from Lake Erie, right, right from in Buffalo, Lake Effect Snow Warning. Occasional slow, s- snow likely to continue for the next several hours. Okay. Do you want to know what I read? <laughs> what did you read? That in from 2 o'clock to 8 o'clock, they had 21 and a half inches of snow. Already? In between those six hours. Wow. That is more snow than we've accumulated here in Dallas in six years. I was going to say, 10 years. Six years <laughs> from 2016 to, t- to 2022, we've had seven inches of snow accumulated in Dallas-Fort Worth. <laughs> they had 23 times as much in six hours. Hey, they have a video here. Watch wall of snow roll into Buffalo. <laughs> a wall a of wall. snow. I don't even know what that looks like. This, and it's this still doesn't snowing. do it any justice. And it's still coming. It's like a sandstorm, probably. Basically. Right? Oh, unbelievable. And they love it. Good thing they moved the game. No, they don't want to move the game. Well, they, they did. love it. No, they moved they the game. They love it. It's going to the Detroit. The fans want to go there. And, and no, just... they can't get there. <laughs> they moved the game, yeah. Well, the uh, what was that? The the uh, the Lions left a note for them, right? Oh, did they? Yeah, they left a note saying, please don't break the tables, <laughs> you know, because that's what Buffalo fans do. They they do the they do the the Uh-oh. wrestling move, oh, on jumping the tables. up uh, onto tables with turkey on it, and they'll break the tables out oh, in the parking it's lot. Not you not seen that? It's not thanks. Oh, I saw, I oh, saw yes. the line. What, what do they what do they call that? What they call them, Chris? They're like the the uh, they're the, the they're crazies. The, they're the Bills Mafia. First the Bills of all. Mafia. They okay. break tables before. Yeah, so they break they tables. All right. Yeah. Oh, I they thought. Do the so the move. Detroit Lions sent out a text after the Bills said we're moving to Detroit, and Detroit Lions sent a tweet out that says the uh, the emergency contact numbers are next to the phone. Uh, leave it how it came, and please don't break the tables. That sounds like a nice, you know. It was a funny. Like a bed and breakfast. It's yes. like a bed and breakfast note or something. And maybe they need to leave a note that uh, <laughs> tell your women on top of the RVs not to moon the uh, visiting team's uh, buses on the way out. Yeah, well, they won't be doing – nobody be mooning anybody. Well, they do it in Buffalo, in. believe Ooh. me. Don't matter what the temperature not is. This week. But it is probably going to be nice and – 
Well, well it'll be in, indoors. Mid, it'll be indoors. Mid-40s here, yeah. maybe a high of 50 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the Cowboys uh, will not practice today, they have their little walkthrough uh, mock game or whatever on Saturday mm-hmm. and be ready to go on Sunday. Boy, I tell you, they are talking trash out there, Spags. So this, they don't think we have a chance, brother. This this is the SWBC podcast studio for Mick Shots, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola. Bill Jones joined us one day this week, and then he had to be called out of town. Mm-hmm. For at least he's healthy, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing about. And he's going to join us uh, on the phone as we get going here. Uh, over this next 45 minutes on DallasCowboys.com. And I guess we should start with somewhat of an injury update mm-hmm. for Friday. Uh, it, the good news is it looks like uh, Ezekiel Elliott should be ready to go. Ready to go. He's been limited in practice these last two days, but he said he has returned from practice feeling Uh, No ill effects of the knee injury that he sustained. And he, at at least Thursday afternoon, Mm -hmm. was planning on playing on Sunday. And I think Mike McCarthy thought that they'll probably list him as questionable, but uh, he should be good to go. So that's good news. Uh, I I thought he could have. I thought he could have played last he, week. He felt like after the practice on Thursday, he didn't feel as good on Friday. Oh. And and then he said that, you know, thinking long term, let's not damage it anymore. Uh, and I think the next week of practice, he was taking snaps uh, those these last two days. Same thing for Anthony Barr with the strained hamstring. Mm-hmm. Limited the past two days, but he was able to get snaps in. Uh, So that's a good thing. I think the two concerns right now uh, would be Anthony Brown. uh, Today was supposed to be the day that he could get out of concussion protocol. Okay. And he said that he has felt no ill effects these last couple days or through the week. Uh, So he feels like he should be able to play, but he's got to pass the whatever test the independent uh, doctor uh, gives him, uh, and that would be today. But he 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 said that uh, this concussion. He's had one other concussion, and this one didn't seem as severe as the other one. And he didn't miss a game that time. Okay. So he felt good. Somebody said, "So are, would you push it?" He goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I got a family and kids." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not faking a. Con- I'm not like trying to fake it to go, and, and and go play with a concussion, right? right? Uh, so he, yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty good and pretty honest. That should be. The, that should be a good answer for a lot of questions that come from right? the media. Yeah, I got a family and kids, man. So yeah. come on. Yeah. Don't ask me these questions. And then the the somewhat worry, uh, although Demarcus Lawrence said that he felt like he would be able to play. Okay. He has not practiced the last two days, and he went on to say it's. Not not only both feet, but his knee too is sore. And he said that just, that just comes from wear and tear and throughout his, the and entire he said, season. He said the knee might feel worse <laughs> than the feet. Uh, and then somebody said, "Is it the foot that you injured last year?" Remember, he had surgery for the fractured fifth metatarsal. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, you know, 
it's sore. I got two screws in there still. So, uh, and then somebody said he fractured it. I'm going, if you fractured your fifth metatarsal again, yeah. you're not walking around the right. way he so was that's walking no way. around. That's right? no way. Yeah. Gotcha. You would be in a boot. Mm-hmm. I remember how painful it was. You uh, know, what? When, when I think about D-Law, I think we really need him uh, yes. in this game. And as I think about all the running plays that we've given up, the big running plays, right? They all seem to go away from him. It's the other way. It's the other way. Yes, absolutely. And he's probably on that defensive line, their best run defender. He is. Uh, he's he very is. smart. He he sees keys and he plays those keys perfectly. And he can chase the run down from the backside. Right. That's that's where I think he's most valuable. And he'll set an edge on that side. But if you look at where those toss sweeps they're go, they're always going right. They're going the right to the right. Cowboys, offensive left right. to the yeah. offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, Lawrence has 38 tackles. Uh, he is one, two, one, two, three, fifth. And he's one tackle from fourth. He's got 38. J. Ron Curse has 39. Mm. Uh, he also, oh, by the way, has five sacks. Yes. Two. Uh, so five tackles for losses, 19 quarterback pressures, too. Uh, that's second on the team to Micah Parsons, 28. He also has two forced fumbles <laughs> and two a, fumble recovery. That's solid. So That's more than solid. Yes. That's a, that's a pretty freaking amazing So if they have to tape everything up <laughs> yeah, on let him, him get play. him back on that's, the field. That's amazing, Spags. We right. have really talked about what has not been going on with this defense. D-Law is what's happening yeah. good for this defense. Yeah, absolutely. That's and, crazy. and so if everybody else can play uh, as – uh, you solid. Know, solid and yeah. efficient as he has, then they would certainly be. Man, I'm glad we brought better, that up. I'm glad much, we brought yeah, that up. Yeah, it, it's like one of those notice. unknown things. Well, right? we expect that from him right? because he's, you know, when it's quiet over there, that means that D Law is doing his job. Right, absolutely. So uh, that, that part of it, uh, you know, if he can get out there, that's certainly encouraging. Uh, for this defense to make somewhat of a comeback after those are good numbers, bags. The, those are uh, good numbers. After what happened last week, impressive, impressive. Uh, and, and you know, and it's not. And I understand 207 and 240, uh, but I think as we've talked about before, if you look at, uh, and I think I pointed this out yesterday, the games they've lost. Tampa Bay rushed for 152. Uh, the Eagles rushed for 136, and the Packers rushed for 207. Do you see a common thread there? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. So that's something that uh, certainly uh, needs to improve, and I guarantee you, I think as I think Mike McCarthy said, the Vikings will be running the ball as soon as they get off the bus. Yes, they will. I mean, they're going to test them, right? Even though they have a very prominent passing game, even though they have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and now Hawkinson, tight end, they got to play again, by the way, uh, after he was traded. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty – they'll have a pretty formidable running game. They average four and a half yards a carry, and Delvin Cook uh, averages five. So – so That's, you take away that eighty yarder, right? I'm sure he. His, yeah, it's probably. But you're, you're still little, res- very respectable. It counts, and he's got six rushing very touchdowns too. Yes, right. Very respectable. So uh, it's more. I think they're more of a uh, complete offense. Maybe yes, they are. the quarterback has his moments, right? 
Um, Either way. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys <laughs> beat them last year 20-16 to 16 and um, didn't have Dak in that game. That was a Cooper Rush first NFL start. And our defense, our defense was, was playing and very well. And playing better, yes. right? I mean, they held – um, they held um, Je- uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, to two catches for 21 yards last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that was a lot of digs. Yes, it was. So and that's going to be a lot of he digs. He will have this. his hands full uh, in this game, mm-hmm. too. Uh, now, it helps if Anthony Brown gets back. Otherwise, you've got Kelvin Joseph with very little experience on the outside. And, again, Deron Bland in, in the slot. What, you, what I worry about with, with Brown is, first of all, he, he, you know, I've been there before. Sometimes, man, they just get the jump on you. Right. You know, the wide receiver gets you. But the, there seems to be a pattern with the Cowboys. Whenever we have problems defensively, it's because of Brown giving up a deep pass. You know, that always seems to be the thing that, is more difficult to overcome right. the Tampa Bay game. You know, we were trying to hang in there, trying to hang in there, get things going. He gives up the bomb to, to Julio uh, right. Jones. That's the kind of thing that we need you to be solid at, on, on every level so that we as a team can be can overcome whatever our deficiencies are. And there's all whenever we can't overcome something, the, the, the ingredient at times is Brown giving up a deep pass but not making up for it. Do it throughout the game. Right. So you have to – you give it up all you want. I, I did it my rookie year. But you have to make up for that some kind of way throughout the ball. Throughout the ball and game. I want to say, even though he probably has the second most interceptions on the team, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, he uh, – no, I take that back. I, I thought he had a – well, he doesn't have one. I thought he – maybe I'm thinking You're of thinking last, last year, year. Probably. Last yeah. year was a good year for him. And Diggs has three. Mm-hmm. Bland one, Hooker one. Well, you know what? Well, so if they see that, what about a safety helping out maybe? Well, there was a safety, if not, I'm not mistaken, on that play, but I think he got looked off. Right. And it's just hard to get back Especially over there. Especially when you're yes, single safety you're high. single safety high. you got to make a decision. And if you're going to get over there, you're still going to be late – but it won't be a touchdown. Right, because uh, if you're in the middle of the field, there's no way you're getting to the sideline. I had to, I had to save uh, uh, Perry Williams on James Lofton in the Super Bowl, but I read that right away and still couldn't get there. Uh-huh. I was able to knock him out of bounds, but you know, in order to, to make a play on that as a, as a single high safety, you have to almost <laughs> anticipate where right. he's going right away. See, and then that's that that becomes also problematic from not being able to stop the run mm-hmm. and maybe putting a safety down in the box to go. stop the run, and now you only got one and high. And that's exactly why it was like that. Yeah, because I mean, because we if you could play two over the top, then you got some help with Jefferson and whoever is on the other side. Tampa so. took advantage of it in that same way. We couldn't stop the, the, the jet sweep. We couldn't stop the run. Right. And – we had to bring a safety down, and that's when they beat him with Julio Julio Jones over the top. It'll be interesting to see how they play the run when, uh, and I don't know how much Minnesota goes two tight ends, but you know, in some of the previous games when teams went two tight ends, they played three linebackers. Yes, Vanderesh, Parsons, and Bar and Bar, mm-hmm. and so we'll see with him. It looks like he's back. And, and I can't imagine he'll miss this game after having played there for what eight years. You can't. You can't make a hamstring. Better. Yeah, that's true too. Even <laughs> yes. though you, I want to play right. in this game. <laughs> you Come on, hamstring. hamstring. It cannot happen. But yeah. what we saw last year, we didn't have three linebackers last year. No, we did not. We had J. Ron. Right. And so, but that still gives me pause 
because whenever we were weak against San Francisco, we were weak. Uh, even going back two years ago when it was horrible and we were like the worst run defense ever, that was because we didn't have another linebacker to put in. And we were playing a nickel right. against two tight end, right. three tight end offenses. And one of them was Jalen Smith. <laughs> hey, man, he, he got an interception, I think. Uh, no, this week? Yes, I believe he got an interception. Yes, he did. He got an interception, some type of turnover. So I saw him celebrating in the end zone. Wow, okay. I thought about you. Well, I didn't see any interceptions here, I'll tell you that. I didn't see many tackles Not either that year all. either. All right, well. Uh, we're hoping that Bill will join us soon. We'll just take our first fast. break now. We Well, we covered a lot of ground, right, on uh, Victory Friday. And that victory's for us because we're here. And right. we'll still be here when we come back from this. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back, back to mixed shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Proud. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860. That's Cape Post Company. Dot com mm-hmm. as we continue here on Mix Shots, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola, Bill Jones, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. He had to go out of town, so we'll 
will keep uh, trying to pull him in. Mm -hmm. I saw interesting stat, and I kind of thought this by just kind of browsing the uh, or casually paying attention to the Viking scores. Okay. So seven of their eight victories, one score games. Mm -hmm. If you count eight as one score, obviously you got to get the two point conversion. They've only won one game by more than one score, and that was the season opener against the Packers. And I think Jefferson got off that game, if I'm not mistaken. They beat the Packers 23-7 to in the season opener, mm -hmm. which, by the way, did you catch the Packers? I caught them. Last night. Mm -hmm. Remember I told you I saw the little headline and the, uh, underneath one of the TV shows about will the Packers make the playoffs? No. Just because they beat the Cowboys. That's it. Everybody think they got momentum going. They just don't realize they didn't beat us. We lost that game. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that happened. And Tennessee didn't, you know, stub their toe. They did not. They just, when it was time to score the touchdown to put the game away, they scored the touchdown, right? And they didn't do it necessarily running the ball either. No. no I mean, yeah, but 28 carries for not even 100 yards for Henry. Right. But yet uh, we've got our homeboy, Tannehill. Texas homeboy, homeboy. <laughs> Texas homeboy, Tanya. It goes for three plus, 330 plus, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. So I, I didn't look it up. So when, yeah. you, when you talk about that, I mean, that's why I can. you can never predict a game and expect for that to hold up. Right. Things are going to happen during the ball game. If you go back over some of the, the Super Bowl wins and even the Super Bowl seasons, there were times when Troy Aikman couldn't hit him. He couldn't. No one could catch a pass. No one could throw a pass. There were moments when that happened, actually, from that Super Bowl team during that Super Bowl season. Mm -hmm. So I just go, get so tired of people uh, making these predictions and so surprised when they don't come through. And then they blame the guy right. that they were rooting for to make their uh, predictions come true. Now everyone's mad at Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, he's not the reigning MVP. You know, now he's the guy that's been blowing it. Oh, now, who leads the league in interceptions now? Josh Allen. Right. You see? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden. He was MVP. MVP. Couldn't be beaten. The Buffalo Bills are going to go unscathed into the Super Bowl. And I, I said it on this, this show. Things are going to change so often this season. And it's going to start getting worse as we get closer to the holidays. And it comes down to making plays when you got to make them, right? When you right? got to make them. Now, see, I, I, and, and, and this week it's been uh, – I mean, Dak Prescott had to ask questions uh, yesterday about does he feel like he's playing as well as he's played before. Mm -hmm. Okay, we established that those two interceptions were on the receiver. Nobody wants court, to hear that. Right? Nobody wants and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to believe it either, mm -hmm. Right. He did throw for 265 yards in that game and three touchdowns, by the way. Um, now, they don't give the interceptions to the wide receivers. Mm -mm. It's the quarterback. <laughs> and, that if, causes, if it's a tip pass. and that causes his, his quarterback rating to go to 78.6, right. right? If he doesn't have those interceptions, that quarterback rating would have been over 100, yeah. right? Uh, and, and so, yeah, the, 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 what do you need to do to play better? And it's like, 
I don't know. When he's cleaning the pocket, he looks pretty good to me. It all comes down to once you got that contract, then that's what you're going to be judged on. Right. Once you get that contract. Because if you haven't won a Super Bowl. That's right. And so, once again, do you get paid on what we want you to do or do you get paid on what you did do? Right. You see, and, and for a long time, Dak Prescott was the most underpaid player in the NFL. Right. Period. So, so now he's making up. And now for he's it. making too much money for the guys, you know, that are, for the pundits out there. And it, I can even spread this around to CeeDee Lamb as well. We still talk, you know, I, I know I do, uh, and rightfully so, for the things that he does not do. But I got to give him love for regardless. Once again, I still want to make those plays that need to be made in the clutch. But you got 11 passes for 158. 150. I'm giving. I'm tipping my two hat touchdowns. To you. I'm giving. I'm tipping my hat to those two touchdowns. So that's why it was like. Well, the offense let them down. They scored 28 points. Nah. And those two performances we just talked about. Tony Pollard Didn't runs for 115. Come on, man. Right? Yeah. They ran for 159. And that's what I don't want them to lose sight of. Right. We are here to tell you what you didn't do or to tell the fans. They're not listening to us. Right. But we're here to tell the fans what they did not do. And sometimes we bemoan as fans as well. But when it comes down to it, they can't forget what they have done well in that locker room. And I'm pretty sure McCarthy keeps their eye Right. On the prize when it comes to that. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the defensive guys have, you know, they've stepped up to the music this week. Yes. You know, it was on us. Yes. They scored 28 points. You know, Anthony Brown told me an interesting thing because uh, everybody's like, oh, six and three. He goes, you know, and, and, and they were talking about uh, somebody asked him about Minnesota and, you know, how tough they are. And he goes, well, you know, we got some dudes too. Yeah. You know? And he was almost like offended that everybody was praising Minnesota like because the Cowboys lost a game. Minnesota just gave up about 30 points. Yeah. The defense just gave up 30, 30 30-plus points. Come on. So so he pointed out to me because I said, so where would you assess where this team is right now? And he goes, well, he goes, last year at this – he goes, we're 6-3, and right? He goes, last year at this time we were 7-2. and Yep. So I, it was like, okay, there's some good. No one expected there. us to be six and three at this point, anyway. They yeah. did not see us. Remember all the well. games they were going to lose yes. early in the season. Yes, you know they couldn't beat Cincinnati. Especially even after we lost to Tampa. Yeah, oh, it was even worse. They couldn't beat the Rams. No, you know, and, and, and oh, it's going to be a bad start, and Mike McCarthy's going to get fired. Right. right? Uh, so they lost the game they shouldn't have lost. I get it, but it's not like the season's over. Now, this was a tough stretch. Tough right? stretch. You got to go on the road again, tough stretch, uh, and go to Minnesota, where they've won the last couple times they've been there, uh, despite that godforsaken horn blowing <laughs> after every first down. <laughs> Golly! Then you've got the Giants, and then the Giants, right, yeah. who are playing good ball, and they're kind of playing the same way Minnesota is. They mm-hmm. have this ability to come from behind and score late in the. Check this stat out. Because I had this feeling that Minnesota has pulled out games yes, in, they in, have. in the fourth quarter. Oh, there's no doubt about it. They have outscored opponents in the fourth quarter, 83 to 40. <laughs> How does that happen? And they, they, they have this sense of urgency in the fourth quarter that is it's, it's spastic. I mean, they are just 
going a mile a minute, and they are not looking behind them. They're not putting their blinker on. They're not checking their blind spots. They are going 100 miles an hour when they have to. And you have to admire that about them. That sense of urgency with that team in the fourth quarter, it's impressive. And, and I mean, that's the most, obviously, that's the most points they've scored in any quarter this season. Mm-hmm. But it also speaks to coming back and winning games because they're winning all these close games, that's like right. we pointed out they already. Have to. Uh, but 83 points in the fourth quarter uh, in eight games. So, yeah, so they not, were, they actually were pretty, nine games. They were yeah. pretty far behind in a couple of those games. Yeah. To where they had to once again make that frenzy comeback, and so okay, what do we what do we pray do we what what's the narrative? Is it the fact that they uh, are a great comeback team, or are they just a, one of the slowest starting teams right. in the NFL? So there are times when that moment it may fail you this time. You know, you, you you're accustomed to this position, but it's not going to work for you every time. At some same point, it Cowboys. catches up with you. Same right? with the Cowboys. We talk about the same thing. You know, we're playing these sorry teams. We're going to play against a good team. Things are going to you're going to have to answer to that. Right. Minnesota is going to have to answer to their inability to score early on and often, and their ability to uh, having to pull out a game in the end. Uh, in a in that that dramatic fashion, so we have we have to make sure and catch them in between that. You understand? We make sure that whatever they do when they come back, that can't happen with us. We've seen it happen to us, and we're gonna have we want to make it happen for us this time. So they've they've won, they've beat Detroit by four points. Come on, they beat New Orleans by three points. Mm-hmm. They beat. Washington by three points, and then three points over Buffalo in overtime. Three of those four teams are losing teams. Yeah, they have losing seasons, right? Losing records, if I'm not mistaken. And then the, their their lone loss, going eight and one, uh, was at Philadelphia, twenty four seven. So that's really the two first games were the only ones that got kind of there was separation, right? right? They beat Green Bay 23-7. Mm-hmm. They lost right. to Philadelphia 24-7. Everything else had been a close shave. So that tells you that uh, the Cowboys, number one, and we understand it, uh, need to slow down that running game. Mm-hmm. Number two, don't let Justin Jefferson take over the game. And number three, you know, get get consistently scoring 25 to 30 points a game. That's right. You know, they've done it twice in a row. You know, be ready the for, offense be put ready 40. for the crowd control. And noise. that, too. That noise is going to be crazy. Because for some reason, I think they've put, um, like, whatever they put in their ceilings <laughs> of their dome stadiums, right? It creates a lot of noise. Yeah, they, they, they got that from the Superdome. Right? Yeah, that's when I tell you, I played there when I was in college all four years. They, that noise gets so loud. And it bounces off of whatever the hell they have going on in there. They don't sound human. It sounds like a train. It does not sound like human voices. It sounds like a train. That's how loud it gets down on the field. Yeah, and remember how loud the the um, the previous st- the Metrodome was, right? Because oh, yeah, well, I think it was a low. Kinda... Well, it wasn't just low. It was it was small. It, it was. You know, raggedy. <laughs> for lack of well, it was time. raggedy that one year when the, <laughs> when the snow, snow caved in, in the roof, right. right? And now this one's, I forgot what the word is. You can see through the roof, mm-hmm. translucent, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Is that's that the word. the word? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and, and it's it's kind of a neat stadium too. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe they brought that goofy horn. So this is their third. This is their third stadium. The Cowboys have had Cotton Bowl, Texas Stadium, and this stadium. Yeah. Right, and they they stadium. had the uh, what was it? Was it? They had the outfield outdoor the municipals. No, it was Met. The Met. Yeah, it was the Met. And then they had the indoor. Right. The Metrodome. Yeah. And, and now this is, one. Yeah. yeah. Where the where the sidelines were both teams were on the same sideline. And, and, in and, Bloomington, and, right. Yeah. And you couldn't you couldn't if you were Minnesota Viking, you couldn't wear long sleeves during the was it long sleeves and, and gloves? Or just gloves, but I know you could not wear gloves. Yeah, Bud Grant didn't want Bud you. Bud Grant didn't play that. You talk about somebody that was, you know, from a player standpoint, as far as discipline, was worse than Tom Landry. I think Bud Grant was probably – I think they were competing with each other. On so who could back be. in those days, you played some games on the with the benches on the same side? I did not. You did not? No, I did not. Because I'm wondering, how did they ever substitute? You couldn't substitute like you do now, <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we didn't have to do that because by that time, we were in the Metro Dome. We were in the Dome. We were covered. Right. Yeah, so when we were covered, we didn't have to do that. But back in the 60s and 70s, if say you were on, you know, your bench was on the other side of the 50, and they're down you at the 10, how do, you, how, how do you get your goal, goal line, line stands, defense? Yeah, right. and who's coming in? The biggest guys on the team, right? You gotta call timeout just so they can make it out there. Yeah, you can't just substitute. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, well, we have to get on to picking this game. That's right. And picks the click, and we'll do that next on Mix Shots. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Well, we're going to go with Sounds of the Star. Live music fans head to the Star in Frisco on Tuesday, November 29th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the imitable country rock band Western Rewind. You've heard of them, I'm sure. I don't know what the hell you just said, actually. (laughs) The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Every time Bill's on, you start screwing up, man. You weren't screwing up until Bill Inimitable. (laughs) You don't like that word? It was a weird word. And you didn't say it right. I didn't say it right? No, your tongue got in the way. Well, there was too many eyes in it. (laughs) Inimitable. Why didn't they just say classic or something, mm-hmm. Western Rewind? They didn't write that for us. they got to say it. You're going to be so excited about my picture. All right. Well, it is time for us to pick this game and picks to click. And guess who showed up just in time for this? Mm-hmm. Bill Jones joins us. William. Are hey, you- and there is, there is an I in picks to click. <laughs> There's two eyes. There's two eyes. <laughs> That's right. Are you sorry? I wasn't able to join you earlier. Uh, You know, it's not your day when you venture out on a four-hour trek to (laughs) South Texas and you realize that your phone won't take a charge and you got twenty percent left on it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'll do picks to click, and then I'll have about ten percent left on my phone for the rest of the journey. Why your car doesn't charge your phone? It's my. That's my. The problem is with my phone. I think. Oh, not taking a charge. You need an. You You only find that stuff out when it's a bad time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, see, if you had an Android, you wouldn't have that problem. Oh, heck no. (laughs) (laughs) There is an eye in iPhone. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, who wants to start? I'll start. Everson's going to go first. I'm going to go away. I'm going to go so specific here. This is going to be an amazing pick to click because it's going to work. I'm looking at J. Ron Curse. We're going to need him. This is going to be an amazing pick to click because he's finally going to get one right. That's right. I'm finally <laughs> going to get one close. By the way, all of us sucked last week, Bill, including yourself. All right. No. So here's here here we go. Running game is going to be prominent for the Vikings. They're, like like uh, McCarthy said, they're going to come off the bus running the ball. I'm looking at J. Ron Curse is going to have to get in and make some tackles and and make a difference in this game. I'm looking at him having six tackles. All right? Even one interception because I'm sure Kirk Cousins is going to – Kirk Cousins is going to do a – he's going to have a hiccup every game. And I'm looking at that hiccup is going to be that one interception to J. Ron Kirk. So he's going to have one pick, six tackles, and the score is going to be a pretty high-scoring affair. We're going to have to show that we can keep up offensively. And I'm looking at the score being 35 31. Oh, my. Cowboys winning this ballgame. 
Well, how about yeah. that? Yeah, it was indoor, fireworks, baby. Indoor, and even though the high on Saturday in Minneapolis is going to be 19 degrees. They don't have to worry about that. They don't have to worry <laughs> about it all. on Sunday. <laughs> Bill, we'll let you go, so in case you have to you know, turn your phone yeah. off, uh, we'll get you out of here. And then what do I do if I need to make a call to Do they have pay phones anymore anywhere? <laughs> As a matter of fact, you gotta go to the city. They and, do and have, if they, and if they do have a payphone anywhere, does do it I work? have any numbers memorized in my mind? <laughs> I have no idea what. Not like it used to be, Bill. Or do you have no, a, or do you have a quarter? <laughs> I'd be totally out of luck. In Moab, Utah, last summer, there was a payphone right down the street from where we were staying. Moab. Moab, Utah. There was a payphone. Well, I'm not in Moab, Utah. And I took a picture just to prove it, right? All right, here's my pick to click. All right. I'm ready. Okay. This is the anniversary year of one of the greatest plays in Dallas Cowboys history. Right? It was 40 years ago when Tony Dorsett went 99, 99. yards and a half for a touchdown. Where? In Minnesota. Ten so men Tony on the field. Pollard, Tony <laughs> Pollard is my pick to click. He's I'm going ready. 99 yards and a half for a touchdown. <laughs> as the Cowboys win 24 to 20. 24 20. Gotcha. You like that, Mickey? Ah, uh, that's very good, Bill. Twenty-four twenty. Everson, where were you when Tony D went ninety-nine and a half? I was on the sidelines with my mouth wide open, going, "What the hell just happened?" They only got ten men on the field, and this guy scores a freaking ninety-nine and a half yard touchdown. And who was that little skinny, knock kneed guy out there in the middle of the field, blocking for him? <laughs> Nobody but number 88, Drew Pearson, who was always there leading the way for any running back that was trying to score. I always got to give Drew some love. There and, you go. And, Bill, where were you 40 years ago? I, I, was, I, was, I was actually, uh, it was January 3rd, 1983. I was in a little pub uh, in Dallas watching it on television. He was getting drunk. Trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> he said a little that, pump. that means he was getting drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Bill, did you give me a score? Yeah, 24-20 Cowboys. 24-20 Cowboys. Was that the score of that game, by the way? I didn't have time to look that up. No, I'm driving no, down the I don't road. think I it was. I be looking that kind of stuff up while I'm driving. By the way, Bill, I got to pick that game. Oh, I'm sure you did. Nobody remembers because of 99 years. I got the best interception I ever had. I turned a flip and got a pick at the same time. What do you mean? That means that the, the receiver fell. I had to jump over him to get the ball, and as I caught it, I had to flip over and catch it, and then I came up on my feet. So, yeah, that was a hell of a forward. Forwards? I think I was making the Boy, if I was Everything back. I think I, I was making a bathroom run. I yeah, I think you were, man. You came back and everybody's yeah. like, hey, man, Walls just made a pick. And you're like, what else is new? You know? <laughs> what do you got, Mickey? I am I, I'm, I'm stubborn, right? I keep picking the same guys at some point. <laughs> Micah Parsons? They're, they're going to come through. No, not Micah Parsons. <laughs> this is going to be an offensive explosion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever do this, right? We pick wide receivers, we pick running backs, uh-huh. we pick tight ends. 
I am going to go with one Dakota Prescott. Uh Uh-oh. I think that he will have a big game indoors, nice, warm, cozy, no snow, no (laughs) rain, no wind. He is going to put 30-some points on this well, maybe not thirty, mm-hmm. but he's gonna he's gonna play awfully well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my pick is Cowboys twenty seven, the Vikings twenty four. All right, twenty seven, twenty four. Last week it was twenty seven seventeen. Yes. Now you got twenty seven. You gotta give me some numbers on Dak, man. You can't just say Dak. So it's got to be like, give me some touchdowns or a yardage or something. It's going to throw for 303 touchdowns. How's that? 300. 300 yards and three. How many picks? None. Because <laughs> he had three touchdowns last week. I know. That's why he's hot. He's got the hot hand now as long as the wide receivers don't have any interceptions. Oh, yeah, that's right. Three TDs. I got Just it. Just run your route. Don't be on the wrong angle mm-hmm. on your routes. I think he would have had over a hundred quarterback rating if not for those two uh, mess ups. But he continues to be the man answering questions. Right? Of course. He will not blame anybody. He just talks about coordination and communication. Falling on that sword, boy. Yep. That's right. That's what, that's what a franchise quarterback does. That's what he does. That's just the way it is, Bill. So there. Are we good? Uh-oh, I may be losing you there. Uh-oh. That's all right. Now I got you. I got That's you. all right. We, we got all we need from you, Bill. We yeah. got to sign off on this. We're going to sign off. Right. You want to sign us off? Well, yeah, I will. Uh, with the comment I made yesterday, who in the world schedules a wedding in the <laughs> middle of football season? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Spat, hey, come on, Chris. We got to get the, we gotta get the, the Mick rant, man. It can, do we have the mid grant for Bill? I know you don't have yeah. it ready. Ah. Yeah. Bill Scott. I haven't had one this week. You <laughs> don't schedule a wedding for the middle of football season. On I mean, Sunday. What, what state are you living in? What country are you living in? <laughs> when you schedule a wedding during the middle of football season and you schedule a rehearsal dinner at 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> Which scares me. What are, what are we going to do the rest of the night? <laughs> it's 5 o'clock. And do I have to come up with a speech for my nephew? Yes, yes you do. Absolutely. My, and we want nephew, it recorded. My, my nephew who took a month to respond to the last text message I sent to him, i got to say something nice about him tonight. <laughs> hey, wait. We're going to tape this and send it to you. And then you can. This can be part of your uh, speech. Yeah, that'll be my speech. There you go. I haven't heard right. from you for four months for one text. Yeah, that's right. And now you want me to say something uh, nice about you tonight? That's good stuff. Well, man. let's 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 finish this on a high note then, <laughs> and not a complaint. Uh, but last night in the uh, the Cowboys Club uh, upstairs, uh, they had a nice uh, retirement tribute to. Emery Tyler, the Cowboys bus driver, yes. who has finally, after I think 10 years of threatening to retire, <laughs> he has finally retired, and they finally found a spot where they could honor him. Uh, Jerry came down for it, Stephen, um, and uh, 
It was uh, my honor to be there. Nice. As I told him and hugged him, if it wasn't for you, buddy, I wouldn't be here tonight because <laughs> you saved our lives with your ability to drive a bus. So uh, just a, a shout-out to Emery Tyler. Bullet! Bullet. That's Bullet. That was his nickname. He get you that fast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's All right, it. Love for it. Nick Shots. And we will be back Monday and Victory see Monday. how accurate we were. <laughs> go, Cowboys. Go, go, This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!